movies in 4K. Welcome to episode 31, a bonus, bonus, bonus show, Lady Phantom. Yes, another one. Yes, and I'm Bill Shetty, by the way, and these extra shows go out to our listeners who have made requests, suggestions, or recommendations. There you go. And this one goes to the lost carcass of Lamarcus. Oh. <laughs> from Lansing, okay. Michigan. We are covering Dr. Sleep from 2019, and he had stated he loved this movie, and he has not upgraded to 4K yet, but he does have the anticipation of doing so very soon, and he already has this in his cart, the 4K Blu-ray disc. So, I'm glad, The Lost Carcass, that you reached out to us to get a review of this. Because before we dive in, I'm just going to say this is a movie I did not want to see. <laughs> yeah, he was adamant that he did not want to see it. Yes, and this goes back to last year. If you don't know, I listen to all top 10 lists at the end of the year to see what people recommend or the best movies of the year. And this was on 90% yeah. of the ones we heard and read. This was one of their top 10 movies. If you don't know, I'm a huge fan of The Shining, and all I had heard about this movie is what was covered briefly on some of those other podcasts mm -hmm. and review sites, and I heard things about witches and cults and stuff, and I said, I don't even want to watch this. The Shining holds a special place for me, and I just didn't want to see this movie. Like, uh, The Shining is in a league of its own. Now, I get it. <laughs> It's not that for a lot of people, but people want to give movies a chance. But this one, I just didn't want to give a chance, actually, because I didn't even see where it could go. But since The Lost Carcass recommended this, that it's so good to us, we have to cover them. We said, if you leave that request on our guest book, we will cover it. So that's what we're doing on this bonus episode. So let's get this rolling. King wrote this bad boy, <laughs> a follow-up, I guess, because of it got so popular. Anyway, this is directed by Mike Flanagan, who is who, Lady Phantom? Mike Flanagan is actually one, if not my favorite current director. He has done Oculus, he did uh, Geralt's Game, he did The Haunting of Hill House, which I love uh, he has done lots of stuff. So actually. you were anticipating this. Now, you should separate from me. I had no qualms about not watching this. How about you last year? Well, the things that on the one hand, I agree with you. I didn't think there would be a way to do The Shining Justice with a sequel that would be good enough. But then on the other hand... I really felt Mike Flanagan could do something good. So I was like kind of divided. Like I wanted to give it a chance, but not really. 
But then I was more tending to, yeah, I want to watch it and just judge for myself. All right. Who stars in this? Ewan McGregor, Rebecca Ferguson, Kylie Curran, Cliff Curtis, and many other people. All people I do not know personally, but this is listed in four genres. Drama, fantasy, horror, thriller. What do you think, fan? I think fantasy. What? No, no fantasy for me. I know this is one of these categories here. They like to throw fantasy in like vampire movies and things like that. I think this horror, yes. I mean, this is a fantasy movie. It's purely fantastical, but it's not to me and also to you when you think of a fantasy movie, something like this don't come to mind. Yeah, because it's, I mean, yes, it has things that are way out there. But, I mean, the, the movie is placed in reality in a, in a world that really exists so what but we'll have to i get mean into with that. normal people but of course there's that other side of it that is fantastical but uh, this is not what i call fantasy anyway. yeah we'll drop that i don't even know thriller actually i just call it a drama horror you want thriller left yeah i think so all right what's that synopsis say Years following the events of The Shining, a now adult Dan Torrance must protect a young girl with similar powers from a cult known as the True Nut, who prey on children with powers to remain immortal. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it's about. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know. Let's go open mic here on this one, Lady Phantom. What does that mean? That means say whatever you want. Let's just cover our thoughts. I mean, we can walk some of the things through like we normally do, but I feel justified just by talking on an overview basis on this movie. Do you mean spoilers are allowed? No, no spoilers, but Uh (laughs) I mean, we are going to walk some of the things through like we normally do, but I just want our consensus of the feel of the movie first. Before we walk a little bit of it through, and I'll start, this movie is garbage to me. Sorry, (laughs) The Lost Carcass. And I know I'm on my own here. This is 7.4 on IMDb. I still say this is a flop. I don't know what it did in the theaters. I can't imagine it did that great. But there is some negative reviews on this, and I will say, while it's competently made story matters so much to me and this pile of crud in my opinion goes places that i don't want a movie to go number one with the shining harken back to that i don't need explanations of why he's seeing visions of things in the present and past it was really creepy and any reason they would come up with is almost goofy to me unless it's done so well but do they give any explanation no No, that's the point the shining didn't give you any explanation you don't need it this movie walks everything through word by word what is going on and what they came up with which we have to harken back to stephen king we don't know how much influence mike flanagan had on the story and what he added deleted from the book But Mm -hmm. this story is blatantly stupid. 
And anybody that wants to argue with me, you're invited on the show. Now, I don't know what the Phantom is. We might be battling during this bonus episode. But this concept is so out there, I feel that he must be drug-induced, Stephen King. I just, <laughs> it is so ridiculous to me. And I've heard people rave on this, but I haven't heard any detailed review. You know, there's people saying, ooh, it's clever how they mix the old with the new. No, it's not. No, I thought it was mildly okay. Some of the actors looked like Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall and some of the uh, workers in the hotel, like Grady. They had to appear. I mean, you know, obviously it's not them. Oh, God. Jump in, Phantom. I mean... Open mic. I am really divided here because, oh my God, like there were some things that felt really in your face and there were other things that I really enjoyed. Like the concept of why the movie is called Dr. Sleep, I actually like it. But it it has the, the, okay, this is called like this because Stephen King based himself on a real cat. I don't know if there's only one, but there is a cat or there was, I don't know, that in some nursing home or something, he would go and be on the bed of the people that were going to die. I mean, that is actually a true thing. And they take that concept in this, I suppose, book and movie. So in the movie, Dan Torrance sees that the cat is going to this place and he wants to take the cat out of the room But the old person tells him that it's okay, that this cat, that's what he does. So he thinks he's okay with that. Like he's, let's say, ready to die. So then Dan helps him ease into death. And that's how he starts his work, let's say, in that place. Although he was just a a cleaning guy when he gets that job. But for eight years, he does that deed let's say to help old people pass when he sees that the cat is going to the room and i found that very endearing i actually like that but that is 10 minutes of the movie yeah i was just gonna say that if that if at all (laughs) two hours and 40 minutes that's some silly little side yes so i mean for the life of me i don't understand why they would call the whole thing dr sleep of course it goes back to the to the thing where danny is called duck by his mom and and in this movie they call him bunny yeah from bugs bunny and uh in this movie they call him doc all the time like it gets tiresome actually actually it it gets really tiresome okay let's um, start it up phantom this movie starts i'm kind of confused here because it took us two days to watch this and i'm trying to remember the first scene was it the actual recreation scene or was it the rose character or was the recreation scene oh no 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 the first scene was when rose the hat played by rebecca ferguson she entices this little girl who was in the haunting of hill house by the way she played nelly and uh you get that they kill this girl you don't really know why yet but they kill this girl because she shines yeah they suck the life out of her a la what's the other stephen king movie the green mile 
in this movie they show that, it as well, that's smoke. something completely different i'm just saying in that he spits out things the illness it's different yeah don't even but, compare but, but i'm but he does suck in some stuff too when he's taken in a disease well yeah and there's yeah. some smoke in those too and li- then he <sighs> let, yes, lets it go but in this it's just smoke you see the presence it's smoke Mm-hmm. They suck it out of them. And what they're doing, <laughs> this goes back to Monsters, Inc. Because I just seen that not too long ago. <laughs> they save these spirits of the shining people in bottles. A la Monsters, Inc. Yes. So they can live longer. They need this to live and to heal and stuff. Yeah. They are not immortal in this true not thing. But... They basically feed on the fear and the screams of the people that they kill, normally children, to live long. Yeah, so, okay, then we get them see Danny Torrance older, and this jumps three or four times with different years and different side plots. We meet this little girl in one that she's got the shining. We see that Dan's an alcoholic. We see people move into different areas kind of boring to me but i'm still with it i'm still hanging on here you know what i think no i think actually it starts with the past and then it goes to rose but it doesn't matter (laughs) yeah this one recreation scene of when danny's wheeling the big wheel he's driving it and he Uh goes off on a different just so you know that this person's danny it's a dream basically and and he's trying to squash the shining because it's ruined his life we see some flashbacks Mm -hmm. of his mother because his mother passed away when he was 20 we get scenes like that they tried to make her look like um wendy Mm -hmm. his mother they did some sort of weird modulation with their voice it actually sounded like them a lot like that and there was an echoey thing but anyway, you get to see this. The goal is he wants to stop. He don't like The Shining. He's an alcoholic just like his father yeah, was. shock, shock. Surprise, surprise. Oh, we do get to see the Scatman Crothers character is another key part of this. He's yeah. still seeing him. He's That guy is trying to help him a little yeah. bit. But as you know, he's dead, so you know it's a ghost. Yeah. But that's the thing. In The Shining, you never really knew what it was. There was a brief explanation of what The Shining was. You had visions of the present and past was the whole thing of it. Yeah, it was just like uh uh-huh, people who were sensitive to Mm -hmm. vibrations, And they could talk mentally and stuff like that. Uh, Yeah. So we got this going along here. This one little girl that is... I would say ultra powerful has a lot of tricks and things she can play. Like she can control her shining basically. Mm-hmm. And she's actually reaching out to Danny yeah, through but- a chalkboard in his room and they converse back and forth for a good 40 minutes in this. Yeah. And like before some of these things happen, we see like li- this little girl as a little girl when she was like five you know, and telling the magician in her house, oh, I can do that, and I can do that. And the magician is like, okay, honey, shut up. You know, it's stuff like that. So you go to something else, and then you come back to her when she's like 13. 
she's already a teen. And then she, it's like, yeah, she reaches out to, to Dan when he gets clean from the drinking. Okay. And then you got flashbacks with this <laughs> paranormal cult, I want to call it. The true nut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's about seven or eight of them. And there's some explanations there with what they're doing, what we just explained. So they got to keep basically getting children. They try to sense them. They can sense certain things. And then they go and manifest into real beings. So bizarre. And kill the person to take their shining out of them, which is smoke in this movie. Well, they are real beings. What are you talking about? I mean, they are people. They may not be completely human, but they are people. Yeah, but didn't you get a feel that they're living in a supernatural world, though, too? No, I mean, they can project themselves and everything, but, uh, like, it it happens a lot in this movie, actually. Like, people projecting themselves into another space, let's say, but they are people. So it's supernatural. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And also, another thing that is important is that with these children that they seek, most they kill, but some like some teen, a 15-year-old that they find, they recruit them because they sense something dark in them and they say, hmm, like he or she, in this case is a she, might be a good element for my twisted group. I think her name is Andy or something. I didn't like her, by the way. But yeah, like they are basically really, really bad people. (laughs) Yes, and this Rose the Hat apparently is the most powerful. She is Mm -hmm. the leader she can get in people's minds. There's a lot of getting in people's minds in this movie. Yeah. You know, and they don't have to be in the same spot. They can be anywhere in the world, basically, but they can project themselves inside people's minds and things like that, which is an additional thing that The Shining never had. Well, yeah, but this, they make very clear that it's only like the most powerful ones that they can actually do that. It's not like a normal power. And that's a key too, Phantom, is that the more powerful the shining they have, the more life force they get. Yeah. And there's just scenes in there where they're sniffing up and opening their mouth and breathing in this smoke. Yeah, there's one scene in which they kill a little boy that 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 is Jacob Tremblay. I'm pretty sure that's his name. Uh, he was in uh, Before I Wake, and that that scene is brutal. It's it is kind of brutal. Uh, like, I wouldn't call it brutal. I would because I mean you don't need to see how they're killing him, but he's acting right there. Like the the fear and the the pain that he was projecting was really powerful. Like he, I think he did very well in that scene. All right, to stop a second, were you scared in this movie? (sighs) No. Yeah, me neither. Not one bit of iota. There's some kid things that ain't scary, maybe a little disturbing because they're kids. Yeah. You know, because they're holding Mm -hmm. down kids and sucking out the life force of them. Yeah, I was disturbed in that scene, for example, or when they go with, with the little girl that plays Nelly. Or, I mean, yeah, you get disturbed because it's children. But scared? 
like you are in the shining that that in the shining it there's just this constant oppression and you're scared and you you don't even know why yes with ghosts with jack with what's going on with at the hotel the, uh-huh, just the hotel just the environment in the hotel it it uh, you know in this one they didn't achieve that i don't think no okay so to finalize our description of this movie you see this coming a mile away in this movie you know there's gonna be a big battle between this girl this young girl that's ultra powerful somebody like they had never come across and they want her shining so bad because that gives them more power Mm -hmm. when they take it from them yeah and of course danny and danny has a friend too which I know for a fact I didn't look this up. His best friend is just a mere mortal. <laughs> it's the guy that played Smiley in Training Day. I don't know his real name, but there's no doubt that that is him. I mean, if you want to comment down, but I'm almost sure, and I'll look it up afterwards, but there's no doubt in my mind it's him. He has a little bit of a role in it, but you see... It's going to progress to the Overlook Hotel. I mean, I seen it an hour and 40 minutes before it got there. Yeah, um, yeah, because it it can't go anywhere else, can it? I mean, yeah, and there's a lot of flashbacks during this mm-hmm. with original characters. The lady, the old lady that's naked's in this movie way too much. Yeah, the, the twin girls are there, Grady's girls. Grady's there. Uh, the guy that says great party huh the like, bartender is not the bartender but we're gonna leave that open uh-huh uh yeah i mean i liked some of it and some of it it's not that i hate it or anything it's just that i didn't really care for it and that synopsis really wrapped it up if that interests you <laughs> I mean, this is so far-fetched. This is not real-life horror or anything, which The Shining had that appeal it did because this is a guy that was drunk that was going mentally unstable. You didn't know if he was seeing things, if he was projecting this, or this hotel was haunted, and then his son could see things in the future and past, Mm -hmm. which was beautiful. And I'm going to say here, and I don't know how many people are going to agree with me here, I'm not a big fan of Stephen King's stories. And Stanley Kubrick made The Shining a masterpiece. Everybody knows out there Stephen King hated this rendition of it. He's noted saying it. He tried it himself. (laughs) Yeah, and he he did it himself, and his movie... (laughs) is like he hated so many things that kubrick did well i'll tell you what without kubrick and somebody of kubrick's stature stepping in and making this movie from that book what a different movie that would have been and sure wouldn't be a masterpiece or anything so i give all the credit to kubrick to making it scary cinematography incredible acting incredible getting the most out of everybody there and just the presence to drop the silly things that are probably in the book (laughs) if there's anything like this in it just things that are just so far out there yeah that makes it unrealistic you know like the amityville horror it's a haunted house movie but it brings realism to it 
even if you don't believe in things like that, you feel like it could happen or it could be real. The Shining felt like it could be real. This movie, even though we dropped fantasy, is totally fantasy, Phantom. But well, anyway. it's totally fake. Yes. <laughs> More like. Yeah, and actually, as far as I know, also Flanagan had to convince uh, Stephen King to use part of Stanley Kubrick's work as a sequel. Which is bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. Because he hated him. it so much. Yeah, that's much. why he had to convince him because obviously he didn't want to. But he had to, like, he basically, I don't know what he said, but I would say, look, if you want this movie to go anywhere, you have to use Kubrick's because... Okay, let's get on to some technicals here before we get to our rating, Lady Phantom. How did you like the recreation scenes? There's several here, a good 15 minutes worth. I think they are very well done. Like the, It didn't take you out, any of them, knowing it's not the same actors and seeing it shot a little Some different. of them, a little. Some of them, a little, yeah. I think it would have been maybe a better idea to... Not, not necessarily to recreate the same scenes, but maybe do some other angles of those scenes without yes, going to the original. Seen, right. Because, I mean, I'm sorry, but if I see exactly the scene where this guy is breaking the door and Shelley Duvall is in the back, but it's not Shelley Duvall, in a second, I'm out. Like, yes. I can't help it. I agree. Like, do a different thing, maybe, that they didn't show in the first that a would make angle. sense. Same bathroom, different angle. Why not? You know, and as for the casting, for example, I think in general it was decent. I did not like the little boy they got for Danny because he didn't look anything like him. Okay, let's get to the acting. I did not like the acting of anybody in this movie except Rose the Hat, and she wasn't in the first one. Yeah, that's Rebecca Ferguson. I did like her a lot. This I Ewan did... McGregor guy was so emotionless, Lady Phantom, the whole movie. I did not like him. I did not buy him. I did like him. I thought he was very reassuring towards the little girl. Well, little, the teen. Who, no, by he the had way, to be convinced to help her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was very reassuring towards her and i did like that and i also liked her acting i i did like her acting a lot but that i mean the the people in the true not thing the andy girl that they recruit i hated her like ugh. the others were i mean i saw the guy from the haunting of hill house the one that was a, the caretaker he was barely there i did not like him in this movie yeah, all the other seven they're just the crow, there to be nah. there for the most part to suck up the life force yeah um i mean the, they were just there but like the only ones that i really liked were rebecca ferguson and kylie curran okay how about the special effects a lot of cgi here i think it was good like in general, like the part where, where these people they die in the I, I enjoyed the effects. I mean, you could see a mile away that it was CGI, but it was okay. There's a lot of face transformations in this from when yes. they get their life force sucked out, them going to yeah. skeletal looks and stuff. Yeah, the little shining in their eyes, I hate it. Oh, the white too. Yeah, that, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't like care for that, that at all. They they do a and scene, it's not a little shine too. It's like a flashlight. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. 
they, they make a scene. I don't know if it's a callback to Gerald's game or not or what, but, but there's a scene where one hand gets caught in a drawer and she is pulling it out and it, it gets, n it's not as, as terrible as in Gerald's game, which by the way, it's an excellent scene. But yeah, like you can see that kind of mangled hand. And I like that. It was okay. In some of the fight scenes, like there, there's a fight scene with an axe where people like are hitting each other with an axe. And I was like, how is he not hurt? <laughs> I mean, like after I hit you with the head of an axe, not with the itch, but with the head of the axe. I mean, I'm expecting to see some damage and I didn't see any damage. And there's some switchblade scenes where somebody's getting sliced and they didn't yeah. even show it like it was what let's yeah. see that let's see the slice let's see the gouges and let's see the person suffer for them yeah it, it was like ow <laughs> you know like what so you have a mixed bag on uh, yes. special effects because i didn't like hardly any some of them when their faces going zombified a little bit and then they I poof like into that. smoke they were all right at best i like that I mean, I don't think it was great, but I like that. Now, there's a scene that, well, actually, like a few scenes that happened actually in the labyrinth. And uh, I would have really liked to have seen that labyrinth decrepit. Are you telling me that after 40 years, they have been like trimming the hedges every week or something? I mean, because that thing looks exactly the same as 40 years ago. It should have looked decrepit and old and it would have it would have been scarier well it's kind of hard because it's supernatural type stuff lady phantom like they had to bring the the hotel back to life yes. so it should have been abandoned and cobwebby and destroyed but then it like comes back to like how it was in the shine but so not really i mean when you see the, them arrive at the hotel like the you see the walls there i mean there's cobwebs yeah everything is aged you know it looks like it has been abandoned maybe not exactly after 40 years because not really it would barely be there but i mean it looks aged and everything but the labyrinth looked as if nothing had happened yes and i didn't like that to finalize some technicals here the sound i didn't like at all oh my god you want to talk about now you're this movie should be able to stand on its own. And I heard people say that, that you don't have to see this. Oh my God, they ripped off so many sounds. They changed them a little in a little different key at times. Mm -hmm, yeah. But I mean, the theme is there, the constant heartbeat sound throughout two hours, at least of a two hour and 40 minute drove me batty in this it, movie it gets like too much like if it had been something like hereditary that we were discussing one day like that it happens for a i don't know some kind of time part of the movie and that's it but here it was throughout the whole movie it was so distracting and it's not a loud sound it's just bobo deep in the background but it's constant and it's so prevalent after yeah. hearing it for minutes after minutes after minutes and it goes on throughout the whole movie unless there's an action scene mm -hmm. then that goes away yeah and when they bring up other stuff like that yeah and now, talking uh, and talking about also sounds it's funny because when little danny in this movie like he's in this in, in his tricycle 
obviously, well, that's the sound you hear. That's it, right? But then there's a scene where they are driving towards the overlook and they go over a bridge. And the sound of the car on the bridge is the original sound of Danny on his tricycle on in the overlook. Mm-hmm. Yes. So anybody out there that says that you got to try to not think of the shining leave it on its own how can't you not yeah when all the sound all the characters are recreated to look like the characters yes you cannot have that void of putting the shining is its own separate thing at all yes like this is a little thing like the address of uh, abra's house it's 1980 whatever street and you're like oh why 1980? Oh, of course, The Shining was released in 1980. Wow. I mean, there's that, you know, and there are other things. Like, for example, there's a scene where Ewan McGregor, Dan Torrance, he's being interviewed for a job. And the office in which he's interviewed is exactly the same as the office where Jack Nicholson gets interviewed for the hotel. But people are going to say that's clever. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, Not it's to down be. to every detail. Like, I mean, I think it, I, I mean, it was a good thing in that, like, when I saw that scene, I felt like they had put me again in the same scene with Jack Nicholson, only with different people. But, but why? I mean, it doesn't have to be so much in your face. Yes. And there's other side plots that we didn't cover. We don't want to spoil anything for anybody if you're interested. But if you're going to listen to me, you ain't going to be watching this because I rate this movie a two out of 10. The story is absolutely terrible, in my opinion. A lot of things I didn't like. I didn't like the reuse of all the sound because I wanted to watch this on its own because I've heard people say that. Just take this as a side shoot or something. You know, it doesn't follow any norms or nothing. You don't really have to watch the original. No, you do because... It's so blaring. If you only seen it once, you're going to remember some of these things in it because it's in your face. And the story description, they walk it through word by word. What is going on? Nothing is left open here. That's what I didn't want ruined by a sequel of them going retroactively now explaining what happened basically in the first one makes no sense whatsoever it's so stupid it is a stupid story this is a two avoid phantom i well yes i did enjoy it more and there were other things that i liked <sighs> i think towards the end where the the final showdown let's say happens i enjoy that mainly because of rebecca's acting like i really liked her acting. she was in that definitely part. the best part of this yeah she she was really good and yeah i mean there were other things i liked you know the different special effects different acting of different people i already said whom it's not a scary thing and it's too much on the nose to me this movie is a five out of 10 and i'm going to say you know what rent it to see what you think about it and that's it i mean i think this movie is highly highly overrated all right let's get to the good stuff 
All right, brand new digital release, Lady Phantom. How's the video quality of Dr. Sleep on 4K? Below average. (laughs) There isn't a splotch of grain. That's not, it's not about that. It's, I mean, it's very clear, very crisp, but it's exactly the same as if I was watching a Blu-ray. The, there are scenes with fire in this movie and they do nothing. Yes. Here's another, I hate using the word money grab, but they did not utilize HDR on this. We watched it in both in Dolby Vision and HDR 10 phantom is totally right actually our local news in hd look better than this movie there's no grain there's no blurry parts in this but this is purely a movie that was converted however it was shot and nothing done in post to elevate colors the gamut yeah (laughs) the blowout effects yes this is totally not worth it lamarcus get it out of your cart now i know you said you love this movie you probably got it on blu-ray if not that's what i would recommend for you but when you get your 4k tv and all your setup believe you me lamarcus this is not a movie you're gonna want on the format to show off your tv yeah i mean as i mentioned there's fire And there are specular highlights because of the fire. And also there are a lot of stars, like at night. And honestly, you can't see the HDR anywhere. Like it doesn't pop. No, it's not utilized here. There's nothing really bright No, it it, it looks average. Um, and, And it's really depressing because you would expect, like if you're seeing a starry sky... You want to see how beautiful it can look, and it just doesn't. Yeah, well, Flanagan could be one of these that had control over it, too, or the studio and wanted it to look a certain way. But I'll tell you what, go back to Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. While that's not a good movie, it's better than this, and that's going to be blasphemy to some people. But, oh, my God, see what can be achieved in a movie that's lit the same way. A lot of yellow old lights in this movie, just like that movie, takes place, you know, hundreds of years ago. Oh, my God, there's nothing. The daylight scenes, they're bleak. Nothing blown out here. Nothing done. There was no time spent on this disc. It was just transferred to 4K, and that's it. We're done with it here. Spend 30 bucks. You're going to get like it. Whatever. Yeah, and so, there's, no. there's one scene, especially at the end of the movie, or towards the end of the movie, that I would really have expected to look fantastic. And it's just there. It's It, w- it was so disappointing. Like, yes, so disappointing. okay, the audio. There was some decent surrounds, overheads yes. used sparingly. Mm-hmm. Again, not the movie really that warrants it. But there was some surround action. Voices were intelligible throughout. So the transfer Mm -hmm. on that is decent. It's good. Yeah, there are some scenes with these boxes that you will get when you watch the movie. And those surrounds worked very well. Like they came out from everywhere. Yeah, that's um, another little side plot. That's a, a very good sound effect. But again, the Atmos itself 
It's, I mean, it was barely used. It was more like the, the normal surround that you can get with no Atmos. So. Yes. So there you have the audio front. Now, how about the special features? From Shining to Sleep, author Stephen King and director screenwriter Mike Flanagan look back at the origin novel and classic film to discuss how they took on the sequel. The Making of Dr. Sleep, A New Vision, and return to the overlook. All right. So, Lady Phantom, I'm going to go with a C minus. This is below average to me, and it's completely unworthy. If you want this movie, get the Blu ray. I completely agree. I wish I could go higher, but really, it's, it's not. Well, I wish it. I could go lower, actually, because <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't nothing added over the Blu ray here, but it looks clear. You can see shadows when you need to. Stuff that you expect any movie you'd be able to yeah. need to see. But, but it is definitely below average 4K release. But hey, it looks better than The Shining in 4K. <laughs> There's some blowout scenes on that, though. It does have a better look than it did. Well, but really. I mean, it's very it's similar, grainy, really. Though. Yeah, The Shining is really grainy. This is not. But like in general, they are not like very different from each other in 4k yes so lamarcus i know you were rating this movie pretty high i have the opinion um <laughs> leave us a book long review and tell us why you liked <laughs> it so much i'm sure you're going to be shocked at our rating here because we are total horror fans and love horror movies but yeah this disc is definitely not worth it i'm not putting the movie in on the disc Phantom and I never do that. It doesn't matter if we like the movie or not. You can tell the zombie movie. The What's it called again, Phantom? Uh, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Yes. I did not love that movie. It's not a movie that I'd want to see personally. <laughs> Just the story alone. But you can tell that was a demo worthy. And there's some of my favorite movies hey. that I've rated 10s that have gotten d's and f's on 4k so we are not rating by the story or what we liked when we rate a 4k disc we're going by technicals and whether that disc is worthy and dr sleep is not If any one of our fans has a request like this, Lady Phantom, where do you want them to go? To BillShetty.com to sign the guest book. There you can leave us all the suggestions, recommendations, everything you want, and we will cover them. Definitely. We hope you enjoyed this extra show. We are out of here.